This is Young Lawyer Rising from the ABA Young Lawyers Division and Legal Talk Network. Listeners, welcome back and Happy New Year. This is your host, Montana Funk. Today, I am joined by Tamara P. Nash. Tamara serves as the Director of Experiential Learning and Lecturer at the University of South Dakota Knudsen School of Law. She maintains a strong commitment to serving the legal profession. Tamara is an active member of the South Dakota State Bar and former president of the South Dakota Young Lawyer Section. Currently, she serves as chair of the American Bar Association Young Lawyers Division. I'm so excited to have her on today's episode as we reflect on the year of 2023, taking in different perspectives of many of our listeners and members and hearing their challenges that they faced in the last year. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. Listeners, Happy New Year and Tamara, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. I am so excited about this. It's 2024, 2023, honestly went by in a flash, but I am very excited for the new year um, and kind of just to jump into everything, my New Year's resolutions, which I'm sure a lot of people have and the podcast. So how's your new year been going? New Year's been great. It has been very busy. I am also trying to stick to my resolutions. Uh, The winter weather right now is making that a little difficult. Uh, A lot of snow, a lot of wind, but the year's (laughs) off to a great start otherwise. I feel that. I decided to run a half marathon this year. I am not a runner, um, and I'm currently in my half marathon training, and it's minus 37 Fahrenheit outside today. So, yeah, we'll not be running this week, but other than that, I can't complain either. It's, It's been awesome, and something, you know, I'm excited about today's episode is because we're kind of looking back on 2023. So this is a little bit different than our listeners are used to. I think it's going to be an awesome episode to kind of get to know our listeners a little bit more, um, you know, create this community that I think the ABA as well as Young Lawyer Rising has really helped with over the years. And, And part of that is that we had quite a few actually entries from our listeners, ABA members of their reflections on 2023. And this episode, you and I are going to be delving into that. So I'm excited. I am too. And I want to thank everyone who's listening today and anyone who did submit, you know, thank them for submitting. Like I said, we got a lot of entries, um, too many to put on today's podcast. We might have to do a second episode of this because I think it's going to be awesome. But yeah, I was, it's, I'm really excited about it. And We'll just kind of dive right into it. I think the biggest thing, you know, that, like I said before, is this concept this year of kind of welcome home, right? Yeah, Um, yeah. You know, we want the members of the ABA, the people who listen to this podcast to feel like they have a community that they can confide in, that they can lean on. Obviously, we go through a lot of stressors in our career as well as personal life. So I think that this this episode will hopefully give people a little bit of that comfort that they can come, come here and it's a safe space. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. So one of the things that our listeners said, and we'll kind of just jump, you know, right into it is obviously we talked about, there's lots of challenges, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your personal life, um, you know, and, and one of the challenges that one of our listeners actually dealt with in 2023 was a chronic health issue, um, you know, and they had submitted this entry saying that, you know, they had this chronic health issue and they were juggling work, they were juggling volunteering, and they actually realized at one point, I need to take a step back, right? I need to focus on me. And that's sometimes hard. That's, I think, probably hard for a lot of our listeners to remove themselves from the career aspect of things and realize, hey, life's going to happen and it doesn't stop 
for work and, you know, you need to focus on your health. So this individual did overcome that. They overcame that, they said, with the community that they developed through their years of practice. And they also asked for help. And, you know, their biggest takeaway was asking for help isn't a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. So I thought that was a really important entry that we got. Absolutely. I think it's such an important entry. Uh, It shows that life continues to happen always, (laughs) you know, no matter there's personal or professional things happening. But to have that strength and vulnerability is such an important and uh, hard lesson sometimes for us to learn. No, I agree. And I think, too, it's what's really important is that they were able to lean on their community. You know, I, I think every day, It's tough to go into work and sometimes separate ourselves from the job, especially when a lot of us are dealing with other people, right, who have life issues that go on. And a lot of times, at least for me working in the criminal area, it feels like my my issues outside of work is nothing compared to what some of my clients are going through. So having that help, having that support is so important, Um, you know, and the listener was right that asking for help shouldn't be taken as a sign of weakness because it's it's not right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it it shows greater strength to admit, hey, something's going on here. I, I need resources. I need support. I need more. Um, and to show that side of yourself to others, especially in a profession where there's this air about perfection and winning and losing and competition uh, can be so hard to to take the mask down and be yourself and lean into the community that champions you and that supports you. And it's just so awesome to hear that this person was able to do that. Yeah, I think so too. I think something that I, you know, hope our listeners can take away from that as well, that entry is that Even if you think, okay, if I focus on myself or if I need to lean on people for help, I'm going to be seen as weak or I'm not going to put more into my job. It's so important that we take care of ourselves because also for our job, right? If we're lacking personally, health-wise, like emotion-wise, mental health-wise, that also is going to take away from your performance at the end of the day. So I would hope that this space and like I said, the ABA and this podcast and where people are working, they do feel like they have a safe place to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a critical, important point. I often say to be a good lawyer, you have to be a healthy lawyer. Um, I think leaning into what we need and having support around us and knowing when we need to take a pause is so critically important. It's like when you get on the airplane, right? They tell you to put on your own oxygen mask first. (laughs) Um, How can we advocate for our community and our clients if we're not where we need to be? But I think it's such a special opportunity for us to look at how we can have that moment in community with each other in the Young Lawyers Division. So many of us are facing similar life circumstances, or at least just can relate to the stress of life all happening at one time. And to be able to have a shared space where no matter who you are, where you come from, what is going on in your life, you can be vulnerable and we can all connect on that commonality, the common thread of life experience, being young lawyers, and really just needing and wanting and self celebrating that community together. I think that's perfectly said. And obviously, you know, there's more challenges, you know, that we're going to face every day. They come from a variety of different angles. And we have a couple more submissions that do go into those challenges. So I want to jump into those. We'll take a quick break. But when we get back, we'll talk about more of those challenges. Here's a fact about lawyers who switched jobs in the last 12 months. 37% of them moved in pursuit of better work-life balance. I'm Joshua Lennon, 
lawyer in residence at Clio, and this is just one finding from our recent Legal Trends report. Given irregular schedules and long hours that lawyers often dedicate to their clients, it's no surprise that many are willing to leave in pursuit of a more manageable work life. When interviewing at a law firm, double check to see if they offer work from home options, the ability to adjust your hours when necessary, and have cloud-based software to support that. For more information on what law firms can do to keep good people like you, download Clio's Legal Trends Report for free at clio.com forward slash trends. That's Clio spelled C-L-I-O dot com slash trends. It can be frustrating to wade through the malpractice insurance application process, but you know you need to protect your firm. Alps designed their application to be flexible, easy, and 100% online. Fill it out, review your quote, accept, and pay in as little as 10 minutes. Alps is the nation's largest direct writer of lawyers' malpractice insurance, and they are endorsed by more bar associations than any other carrier, so they understand law firms. They also know how valuable your time is, and that's why they make legal malpractice insurance easy. Visit alpsinsurance.com to learn more. That's A-L-P-S insurance.com. So before the break, we were talking about the listener who talked about their chronic illness and how they were dealing with that health issue. And, you know, like we said, there's Life doesn't stop, unfortunately. Um, there's people all over that are going to have different different issues, different challenges that they're going to come across in their career. And we got so many good submissions. So are you able to jump in for us to a couple of more of these submissions that we got? Oh, I would love to. Yes. So one that I think is awesome to share uh, is this individual um, shared that they have been in the United States for six years after um, coming here from another country. And through that time, they had really the goal and focus of giving a better life uh, for themselves, for their children, um, and just the challenge that that brings in and of itself on top of being a young lawyer. But they really reflected that the year has been amazing through participation in bar associations, um, their local bar, the American Bar Association, and that they, you know, are excited to learn and share their skills with others in these communities that they have found. I cannot imagine. I mean, that's just, I just commend the individual, right? That's huge to come here, take on Law, first of all, is such yes. a, a, such a tif- <laughs> tough area. I remember when I first started law school, one of my professors said, you're starting a career that honestly forever, every step's going to feel like you're drinking out of a fire hydrant and everything comes at you, right? And I that definitely is true. Um, so for this individual to move here from a different country, that's huge, right? I moved here from Canada and, and it's not as much of a difference um, yeah. that maybe some people, right, who've moved from other countries, but it is something that's different that you have to adapt to. So for this individual to come, especially with a family too, I can't imagine. I, I commend them for being able to go through that and taking it on, kind of take the bull by the horns. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I just think back to myself in law school uh, in my early years as career uh, as a young lawyer and how absolutely overwhelming it was to, you know, your point, it's 
absolutely drinking out of the fire hose. <laughs> um, and for this person to be able to conquer that on top of coming, you know, to the United States with kiddos relying on them, the just amount of tenacity and perseverance that I'm confident this person has is just quite incredible. Um, and it goes to show, you know, that our community, our home, the YLD, you know, it's our shared home, uh, is open to any and everyone. And I think the common thread that draws us all together is we're young lawyers figuring it out and trying to forge our path forward. Um, and so it's so cool to see someone from a totally different background than mine feel mm-hmm. the same amount of home in bar associations. That is a really good way to put it, because we want everyone who's part of YLD to feel like they have this safe space, right? Um, how we talked about with the last listener, too. It's really nice to see that there's people from all walks of life that are finding this common ground where we're all part of this amazing community of the Wild D community. And it really does not matter where you came from or how you got here, you know, your path. What matters is we're all here. And I really think this shows like our listeners are so strong. Our members are so strong, yeah. overcome so much. Um, and I hope that everyone feels welcome to that because like this individual talked about leading on their bar leadership or becoming members of their association or even, you know, just talking to other attorneys, other attorney organizations. There's so many resources out there that I want to make sure that people are actually using, right? Because part of, like you said, too, this goes back into our last one with the chronic health issue. You need to be healthy yourself and, you know, in order to be a good lawyer. Um, And I think that that also goes to it, right? Taking on this huge role and leaning on other people, whether it's health-wise or just community-wise, it's so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just to be able to tap in to the shared resources that we have, you know, to to your point, it's really cool to know that we all bring a little bit of a, a piece of something um, to the table, right? And that when we rely on each other in community, we're able to get ourselves across the finish line for whatever that goal is. Facing an adversity, a tough case, your first trial, um, making partner, no matter, you know, what that it is. Um, we all bring a little piece uh, to the community to empower each other to be resilient and to um, succeed and thrive in those situations. Absolutely. And I know that we had another submission of another challenge that all of us face. This one is a little bit different with yes. COVID, uh, you know, COVID being a huge issue. Obviously, the whole world experienced this together. So tell us a little bit about what that that individual talked about. Yeah, so this individual shared their experience as being a senior lawyer in leadership and in their firm, and really just how we all experience this challenging coming out of COVID time and developing or maybe having to hone and grow skills that we lost or never gained during the pandemic. Um, So they really leaned into helping newer, younger associates kind of bridge that gap that was caused essentially because of we lost so much life in COVID. And so they found that creating shared experiences with younger associates through networking or just one-on-one lunch um, or talking to them or walking through depositions or hearings with them, just bringing them with them, created an amount of community that really was able to help them bridge the gap, but also thrive in their professional setting. And, you know, it's so it's so interesting when I was reading this one, because So I was not someone who went through COVID in law school. Um, I'm very grateful for that. And, you know, reading this individual's input about being a senior in terms of the sense of a young lawyer and having to help those individuals who did go through law school in COVID, 
to me that you you know even gets lost on me because I have a lot of friends now who I work with who were experiencing that and it kind of put it into perspective to me too like when I'm you know mentoring people who maybe are their first year and did experience in COVID trying to switch even the way that I approach those people because they experience something that no one who practiced you know before COVID hit experienced um, you know I think that that's just really eye-opening. I can't imagine going through it. I think people who did are so, so strong because that's a completely different way of learning. So reading this really just was eye-opening to me because it also just shows, once again, there's so many different challenges and backgrounds that YLD members and the listeners of the podcast go through and just being cognizant of everyone's experience. And yeah, it's just it was just really interesting to me. And I, I, I hope that people who listen take this as a safe place that they can reach out to you or me or whoever they feel comfortable with in our community if they are going through something that may not be talked about often or maybe they think is less known. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think even as the world continues to have unprecedented events, uh, you know, it feels like week after week Mm -hmm. after week, um, we're all experiencing these major life transitions and events on top of just whatever else our personal and professional lives, you know, may throw at us. And we all know that life doesn't stop because something is happening, but we figure out how to thrive in the midst of it, in the face of adversity, maybe. And so, yeah, I just agree with your point so, you know, deeply. I think there's resources and opportunities in the Young Lawyers Division to really find your community, but also create your space where you're able to say, here's a passion, here's an interest, here's a talent I have. Um, How can I get involved? How can I create, you know, a group of folks around me that have the same passion and really move forward and, you know, maybe live through whatever the shared adversity is or your own personal adversity or challenge. So I really hope the Young Lawyers Division continues to be that place and that resource for so many people. One thing I too also think is important to to hone in on this one entry was something that the individual had said was they would help these younger attorneys, these more recent attorneys through, you know, even if it's not taking someone to depositions or something at work, you can also gain insight to these individuals and also develop your relationships outside of work. You don't need to feel stuck to being like, I can only get to know my coworkers if it's in a work setting. Go to lunches, hang out with individuals after work, do game nights. I'm a huge fan of game nights with coworkers because it's so important that you have those strong relationships, not just in the office, but even outside of the office, right? And, And being able to say, we can separate work from also play and also that strengthens your relationships, makes you feel better overall. So I really like that this person did talk about how they did do them one-on-one lunches or just networking events. There's more than just having to be at a workplace or at hearings in order to, to learn and teach one another. Absolutely. I thought that was such a cool point that um, this person made as well. And I really appreciated how they took the responsibility as a senior young lawyer to foster that space and foster the opportunity to network and just become friends outside of we're sitting across the desk from each other. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think it's really cool. And it shows the opportunity that we have as young lawyers to impact change and impact each other, right? And help pour into each other and make sure we have what we need um, and feel supported. And it can be scary sometimes to feel that you're the lead or you're taking a mentorship role, but it's such a critical responsibility that we do that and that we constantly are reaching back for those behind us. 
Absolutely. I want to touch more on some of the other entries that our listeners and members entered into, um, you know, this year in 2023. We're going to take one more break and then come back and kind of, you know, dive more deep into some other entries and and more challenges that our, our members overcame. So. This episode is brought to you by the American Bar Association's Young Lawyers Division. Starting a new career in the law can feel overwhelming. The ABA YLD provides resources, CLE, and a network of peers from coast to coast to help you settle into your new legal career. Claim your Young Lawyer membership for just $75 at ambar.org join. Hey, Guy, what's up? Just having some lunch, Conrad. Hey, Guy, do you see that billboard out there? Oh, you mean that guy out there in the gray suit? Yeah, the gray suit guy. Order up. There's uh, all those beautiful, rich, leather-bound books in the background. That is exactly the one. That's J.D. McGuffin at Law. He'll fight for you! I bet you he has got so many years of experience. Like decades and decades. And I bet, Guy, I bet he even went to a law school. Are you a lawyer? Do you suffer from dull marketing and a lack of positioning in a crowded legal marketplace? Sit down with Guy and Conrad for Lunch Hour Legal Marketing on the Legal Talk Network, available wherever podcasts are found. So before the break, we once again, were talking about some of these entries that we received in the different challenges that people overcame this year in 2023. Um, and it really just speaks to how strong our community is. The challenges that individuals overcome is always just, it's really, you know, nice to read about just seeing how strong these individuals are. One of the, one of the individuals that did submit um, an entry did go through something really life-changing. They went through a medical transition this year. And that obviously is something that really has an impact on every part of your life and, and something that you have to be really brave and strong to do. And this individual had talked about, they went through this transition when they had cases, they had clients, they were dealing with people from di- different social perspectives. You know, the state legislator had introduced bills that were designed to harm that individual's community. There's social biases, there's preconceptions that this individual had to deal with, um, you know, but that individual was able to lean on their mentors and their friends, people who they know loved and respected them and were able to really be their authentic self and go through this transition, which is so important in order to be yourself and identify and and feel comfortable in your own body. And like we talked about, we want all our listeners to feel safe. I I really appreciate when we get input like this from our members, because it just shows how vulnerable and like I said, strong the community is. And I commend this individual for submitting this because that is a really important topic that is really, I think, debated highly in the country. And it's something that I think is important that needs to be shed more light on, right? It's a challenge that not everyone's dealing with, but the people who are, it's just, it's, it's a really important thing I think we need to address. So for that individual to be able to go through that and lean on the people that they knew that they could lean on, that's just huge. And I just commend this person for, for being willing to open up about that. Absolutely. I I have the utmost respect for this person and and their their story and their walk in life. And it's one, something that takes an amount of courage and um, commitment to self that I think is just so wonderfully admirable. But also just looking at how cool it is that we have folks who are 
comfortable and able and empowered and encouraged to be their full selves, no matter what that looks like, no matter what's going on, but to really just be who they are at the core. Um, And I think that's a really powerful way to live your life, but also to encourage other people to and to kind of shine that light on them. And so it is encouraging to know that we have folks who feel that they have found support and mentorship for huge, massive life events uh, within the Young Lawyers Division. I know I certainly relate to that sentiment and to that feeling and equally match the appreciation that this person expressed. I think powerful is a really good word to use. Also reading that entry just made me, I I don't know this person individually, but I could read it and just feel the sense of comfort and knowing that that person definitely welcomes into people into their life um, with big open arms. And it it just made me feel, it was honestly proud. I'm I'm proud of the community that we have. I'm proud that we have a area uh, that, everyone can go to. And as we've seen by these entries, people from all different walks of life are comfortable speaking about their personal individual perspectives and their paths. And proud is really the only word I can use to describe it. I'm kind of at a loss for words just because it's really neat to see this community that we've grown. And especially over the last year, it's nice when I get to see actual um, input from people because I'm just behind the microphone. So when I actually get to see these stories, it really is fun and heartwarming. And I'm just really proud of all the people that are part of this community. And I hope that everyone can feel safe, really feel like, like you said earlier, that they have a home with us because it is a home in the sense, obviously not literally, but we want this to be a home. I hope people reach out to you and I, if they just want to talk um, and know that people in this community are their mentors, whether or not we know each other, we have such a good community that you could reach out to. And I have no doubt that any one of our members would be happy to talk to any other one of our members if they needed. So. Yeah, absolutely. Not a doubt in my mind either that folks would not be available to to be here, to be responsive, responsive, provide support. I equally uh, am quite proud uh, to know that this is the, the home that we have, but the home we're putting in the work to make. Um, it doesn't just happen. Um, we've all taken the time to have efforts towards respecting each other, loving each other, being a champion of each other, and giving each other permission to, as this person talked about, just being authentic and vulnerable. That's hard a lot of the times. And so I'm proud that we've put in the work to create a home um, and excited to see the work that we'll continue to do for the generations to come, for the young lawyers getting ready to, you know, pass the bar now. It matters that we have this space that we can declare our own and where we can be 100% ourselves and ask for what we need and know that our teammates are here to give it to us. Absolutely. I could not have said it better myself. And kind of on that note, I'm going to put you on the spot now because <laughs> I oh think that I know, right? <laughs> I just, I, I obviously we've talked about this welcome home, you know, how we want people to feel at home. And I know that you have a really good perspective on this. You've, you've been through your own challenges throughout your career. And I'm now, like I said, put you on the spot and kind of make you tell me your reflection on 2023, what you took away from it or what challenges you overcame and how wildy, how, you know, this whole group that we've created in this community, how it helped you kind of foster, I guess, grow into the the individual you want to be, especially going into this new year. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So much like the folks that we've already talked about, I had my fair shares of highs and lows uh, in 2023. Um, Very, you know, hard personal deaths in the family, but also highs of, you know, uh, success professionally or just the opportunity, you know, to 
be involved in the American Bar Association Young Lawyers Division and, and lead at that level. Plenty of highs, plenty of lows. I think my biggest reflection is I figured out how to, or I'm trying to, I'll say Montana, I should correct that. I'm trying to and striving to find an identity outside of my professional title. And that has been something that has been a growth process for me, definitely. But also knowing that I can lean on people for support and ask for help, um, much like what we've heard from other folks, and really being able to prioritize putting my personal ability to thrive over the notion of what someone else thinks I should do. What The expectations, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so 2023 was a year of hard lessons, but in a way, a, a year of liberation, because I remembered that, you know, the people People who love you and champion you will always support every decision you make if it was made authentically for you in the best that you could do at the time. And so the YLD has really been that space for me. The people that gave me permission to make that discovery and encouraged me to stay true to it, encouraged me to think about who I am. Who do I define myself to be? I feel so very fortunate to have stumbled across the ABA in 2016, I think it was. I had have really been able to thrive and find connection and mentorship with people who are outstanding um, and who have invested in me as a person, um, as a professional in ways that I probably can never repay. But this space has been amazing for the fun, the opportunities, for the leadership, for the growth, um, and just to have a someone to lean on when things get tough. Um, you know, when you share your burdens with others, they're not quite as heavy. I really appreciate you giving your perspective because I think that it's really neat. Um, I keep saying the word neat. I, I just honestly, this, I guess the, the way I'm trying to say, I'm just, you could, if you could see me right now, listeners, I have a smile across my face because it's really cool, you know, hearing everyone's takeaway and your reflection. And obviously the Young Lawyers Division would not be what it is without you. And, and I just appreciate you being here to talk about this today and kind of go through this because it is so important. Not only does this community allow us to grow as lawyers, but it also allows us to grow as people. And like you said, finding yourself outside of the role you are, um, you know, in your profession, it, it's really neat that we have an organization that although the main focus is law and our career, that's not what we always have to be worried about. People are forming relationships and friendships that aren't just revolving around work, right? It's revolving around actual community. And I think your reflection and everyone who put in their own input for this episode really just shows that the ABA is so much bigger than just a bar association. It is something that people can go to. It is a community that you can share any experience, not just work, whether it be life, whether it be chronic illness, like we said, transitioning, family death, like things that are really like serious and important and matter. And have individuals to lean on outside of your family and friends, because that's what it should be. You want to be able to be in a community that you feel safe and you feel like you're welcome and you can be authentic and you can be yourself. And it's just, it's really cool seeing that from you and from everyone. So thank you also for joining us today. Cause this was just a really awesome episode. Like I said, I'm proud of, I'm proud of our community. Yes, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's it's a special place to be. It's a special place to call home. And that is because of all of these amazing, extraordinary people that we have talked about today, but that show up day in and day out to cultivate this home that we have. So thank you for having me. It's been so fun. Of course. Last thing, and it's the easiest, but I think it's important that we let our listeners know where they can reach out to you so that if they have anything that they want to ask, if they need, you know, 
some guidance about where in the community they could go for help or advice, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure that they have that. So where can they find you if that is the case? Yes, I would love that. I wholeheartedly accept any reach outs. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram under Tamara Nash. And um, you can email me at T-A-M-A-R-A-P-N-A-S-H, numeral one at Gmail. Um, I would love, love, love to tell you more about our shared home and welcome you into our home. Well, thank you so much for joining. Happy New Year. I am honestly, I know everyone's saying it. It seems like this year that 2024 is going to be the best year yet. And although the weather is wanting to play with us a little bit on that one, I do (laughs) think that 2024 is going to be an amazing year and I have great feelings about it. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Well, listeners, that is our show. And thank you, as always, for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please share our podcast to a friend. As well, feel free to share your own reflection of 2023 and your own challenges. I want to thank Tamara P. Nash for joining me today. We're looking forward in 2024 to sharing more stories, laughs, and lessons with all of you. We're also looking forward to growing the ABA and Young Lawyer Rising family. Most importantly, listeners, welcome home. Until next time, I am Montana Funk, and you've been listening to Young Lawyer Rising. Brought to you by the ABA Young Lawyers Division and the Audio Professionals at Legal Talk Network.